What up, bros, and welcome to the All Bros Podcast. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Caleb. And we are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot of bit of the nerd life. Um, this week on the podcast, uh, we will we are joined, actually, by a special guest. Uh, her name is Whitney Oppenheisen. I said that right, right? Yep. Okay. Nailed it. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so this week on the podcast we'll be talking about some adventures in hunting uh, we got literally something for everything do I really need to go through no, all don't those go through them all. okay alright <laughs> um, in blu-rays we got two big titles coming out and then one that Caleb and I never checked out well actually wait no we didn't check out two of these but yeah Anyway, we'll get to those. Whatever. Uh, we have no through the wall news this week. Um, and then uh, we'll be talking about this week's sneak peeks. Uh, we got three trailers uh, to talk about. Uh, and then we'll be going over what's in the box. And then we'll be doing our main event of the evening, which will be our breakdown of a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Hell yes. So, what do you say we get started? Let's do it. Alright, so before we begin, Whitney, would you like to tell us about yourself? Sure. Um, I am a relationship and intuition coach, which is like a hard left from what you guys are doing, but I'm a big movie fan um, and buff. And can I just share how we randomly connected? Because I feel like it's it's like a little different than, I don't know. Um, yeah, absolutely. Mr. Rogers, Mr. Rogers brings everyone together is just what I'm going to say. Um, yeah, I, I ran into <laughs> you guys after posting and kind of sharing my article that I wrote about um, my take on the Mr. Rogers movie and kind of like from my coaching angle. So yeah, ran into you guys on the internet as folks do now. And so I'm a relationship and intuition coach and I work with people who want to just shift patterns that they have in relationships. Um, so be living out the same pattern over and over again or insecurities or you name it. Um, I work with folks like from the 20s to 40s on just living out better relationships and enjoying life more. Um, so yeah, it's been super fun work that I've been able to do for the last year or so. And yeah, that's pretty much me. Um, always been a big movie fan. So I guess that's my like little Venn diagram with you guys. Worked in a movie theater in high school. Watched way too many of them. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you can never have to watch too many movies. Yeah. Right. Agreed. So you just like you help people with so is it like personality stuff? Yeah. Like if someone had an issue with apologizing too much, could you help them? Absolutely. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> yep, asshole. I can totally help with that. <laughs> such an ass. <laughs> <laughs> or he's a good friend and he's looking out for you. It's one of the two. Thank you. Thank you. She's talking about me. <laughs> no. <laughs> whatever <laughs> i feel attacked i'm just kidding. oh i feel attacked i'm, I'm kidding i'm totally kidding good. i'm totally good kidding. see what i mean he apologizes too much 
Can't make a joke. No, or you I, can make a joke. No, I can't. you just apologize for yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, because I don't know like how pe- some people are gonna take it. You know how this, you know, generation, some of this generation is nowadays. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into adventures and hunting, shall we? Okay, let's, let's do, it. do it. All right. So first up, we got a couple Cinderella pops coming out. Um, and let's see. So we got the Cinderella carriage coming out. Um, I don't think any of these are exclusive, right? No, they're not. Okay. Uh, I don't know. This one looks pretty cool. I don't have any interest in it. And they're all pretty cool. Do you collect pop figures at all? Or have you seen them around or? I have seen them around for sure. And actually, before I came on with you guys, I was like, okay, I need to Google like Pops figures that I would give a crap about. And so I Googled Dawson's (laughs) Creek and they exist and they're the lamest looking Pops figures ever because they're just like kids in regular clothes. Like they're not exciting. But the Cinderella (laughs) ones look super cute. (laughs) Yeah, they're pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So then we got the the fairy godmother Mm -hmm. and then Cinderella and her... This is the the dress that the the mice made for her, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. And then, like you said, the Cinderella's carriage. Not mm-hmm. really one that I'm interested in, but it looks cool. I also want the fairy godmother. Really? That one looks. Yeah, that one looks really cool. I always loved that character. Hmm. Odd. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> you can take that how you will. <laughs> You this just is want like, a good witch to be on your side to like make stuff sparkly for you. That's yeah, that's why see? you want a fairy godmother. <laughs> Since it's 2019, I'm going to be offended by it. <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, all right. Next up, we got some good place pops coming out. Uh, the only one I know is Kristen Bell. That, oh my god. That, that's Kristen Bell, right? Yeah. Okay. I, and I forget the that guy's name, like the guy the guy with the glasses, Is old it guy. Ted Danson. Yeah, sure, that's we'll Ted go Danson's that. character. Oh, okay. I love the good place. I don't. I don't. Oh know my gosh, it's so good! It's so good! It's so good! You guys go ahead and talk about this because I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> Come on. Well, I'm not up to what? speed on the latest season, but I doubt that there are many new characters being introduced. No, it's it's just the same same people. So there's, I'm not very good with names. <laughs> no, he is not. But Ted Danson's character who mm-hmm. plays Michael. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't know the other actors and actresses' names, but we got Janet, and it looks like she's holding a cactus. I love it. Interesting. Uh, then Kristen Bell's character, and she is holding some, oh, some frozen yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, then there's this, another character, Jason Mendoza, I think mm-hmm. is his name. Mm-hmm. And just kind of a really basic pose for him. And then... And there's Cheaty. Uh, Who's yes, William Jackson? That's his name. Yep. Yeah, and he is reading some sort of book. Probably a philosophy book. I would hope so. 
And then the last one. It's I forget uh, her name, but it's Jamila Jamil's character. I forget yeah. the character's name, but Oh my gosh, it's gonna bug me. Oh, Tahani. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then Tahani, she's just kind of in like a, a flower dress. Mm-hmm. I've I love this movie. Or this not the movie, the show. Love it. It's <laughs> it's really good. Yeah, you should jump on this bad bandwagon, Rose. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. It it is, it's really good. It blows like any assumption you have out of the water as to like what could potentially happen after death and then it actually makes it super entertaining because if that's what's on the other side like sign me up because it's a giant mystery and really entertaining (laughs) okay that actually does sound very entertaining what network is it on is it on Uh, nbc i don't know i just watch it on netflix okay it's on netflix okay Mm -hmm. yeah it's um i'm pretty sure it's nbc Okay. I think so. All right, I'll check it out. All right, next up we got a uh, big daddy pop coming out of a uh, Scuba Steve. Oh Scuba Sam. Oh, Scuba Sam. <laughs> yeah. So Scuba oh, yeah. Steve is the little boy's oh, yeah. figure, and Scuba Sam is Adam Sandler dressed up like Scuba Steve and saying that he's Scuba Steve's dad. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> oh my god, that's like a callback. Yeah, for- it is, that, and I don't know crazy. how I forgot that. I love this movie. <laughs> yeah, I I loved it too. I just remember it better than you. <laughs> Way to rub it in. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, done. It's written right there. Wow, I'm stupid. I don't know how I missed that. Right, what happens when you don't read, Rose? Apparently. All right, before I'm ridiculed even more <laughs> by my <laughs> own self. Um, so Funko uh, recently released their 12 Days of Funko Pops, and uh, I think you were able to get a bundle, right? Wasn't it a bundle? Mm-hmm. So this bundle included the Icy Polar Bear holding a Cherry Icy. Oh, those are the best types of ices. I would agree. Uh, we got a, a Drax, which... Did they ever release Drax? They had a like a Guardians of the Galaxy Drax. They oh, but not a comic-accurate Drax? Yeah, oh. not a comic-accurate. All right, so a comic-accurate Drax. Uh, we have the Pillsbury Doughboy holding a plate of chocolate chip cookies and wearing a Santa suit. <laughs> minus the hat. Uh, we got Scooby-Doo wearing a Santa hat wrapped up in Christmas lights. That is just too adorable. I kind of want that. That That's just too cute. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, next up, we got a lot of bait. Well, wait, is it two or three baseball furies? Oh, it's two. Uh, one where he has green face paint or a f- green face. And then uh, another one where he has a red face. I've never seen the Warriors, so I don't know. I haven't either. Okay. (laughs) I was just going to ask you who they were. Nope. (laughs) You've got me, man. Do you know who they are? I have no idea. (laughs) Okay. Awesome. (laughs) We're all on the same page. Yes. (laughs) Yep. I should have just made something up, though. That would have been the wise (laughs) move. 
then we got a uh, Funko um, original character called Jingles. He's an ornament, and that's just awesome. <laughs> that's pretty great. Uh, then we got a uh, Huckleberry Hound pop with him wearing a Santa hat. Uh, and we got a uh, Ash. I'm going to butcher this. Ashi. Ashy. From Overwatch? Yeah. I haven't played Overwatch. I don't know. I'm going to go with Ashi because Ashy, I feel sense really. <laughs> I feel I'm butchering it if I say that. Uh, next up, we got a hologram Rick clone, which glows in the dark. That's pretty sick. That is very cool. Uh, and then we got a, a Tinkerbell wearing a Santa hat. That one's that one's awesome. And then I think this is the last one. Uh, we got a 10-inch Frankenberry. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't had Frankenberry cereal I, I, before. I, I never have either. I've never oh. had Count Chocula, Frankenberry, or Booberry. Yeah, neither have I. Mm. I at least want to try Booberry. Probably next Halloween. <laughs> I'll do that. Are you a fan of any of those cereals? Are you guys there? Yeah. 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 Okay. Sorry, it just froze up Ooh. on me. Uh-oh. Now you're good. <laughs> so did you have any, or were you a fan of any of those cereals? Frankenberry 100%. Like anything berry flavored. Yeah, my mom went with the uh, not name brand cereals. <laughs> <laughs> we, but it was like special. Like if we got Count Chocula or like any of the berry or like Fruity Pebbles in the house, that was like it was your birthday week or it was a big deal. Oh, we didn't even get that. <laughs> <laughs> So like it's kind of like Honey Nut Cheerios was a treat, <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't even like che- Honey Nut Cheerios. That's what we oh, called it. Oh, oh you, she got you the knockoff brand of Honey Nut Cheerios. Yeah. Oh, that can't compare to the original. <laughs> it tastes so different. Yeah, I know that now as an adult. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right. Uh, next up after that, we got some. Uh, they're called the child, but let's face it, it's Baby Yoda. That's literally what it is. Um, and so that will be coming with a regular size pop and a 10-inch pop. So I'm assuming that will probably be going to Target. More than likely. And I've never seen The Mandalorian yet. I haven't seen it yet. Dude! Sorry! Have you... Or do you have Disney Plus? I don't. I'm yeah. I need to like steal a friend's or something like that because there's too much goodness out there. Oh, Disney Plus is great. <laughs> okay, so is this where Baby Yoda is coming from? Yes, yes. he's coming okay. from the Disney Plus show, The Mandalorian. Okay. Yeah, it, yeah. It, oh. Over my head. I'm a Star Wars fan, but I like I have not jumped on the Disney Plus bandwagon yet. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I I was so I got Disney Plus because we were doing the breakdown of the Lady and the Tramp, which was on mm-hmm. that the mm-hmm. the new one, and 
I was originally just going to go with like the seven day trial and then just like cancel it, but I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, same. I'm That's weak-willed. what I'm worried about. <laughs> yeah, I have I have too much going on right now to like get Disney Plus and then just forget about the rest of the world and sit and watch all the new and old stuff that's on there. Yeah, I've been oh. catching up on shows, been watching stuff I didn't get to as a kid. Mm-hmm. Like Wizards of Waverly Place? No, I got to watch Wizards of Waverly Place. Okay, all right, at least you got to watch that. No, I'm watching uh, X-Men. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you get to watch That's So Raven? Hmm? Oh, you did? Your mom lets you watch That's So Raven? I mean, when she wasn't in the room, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i I was sheltered (laughs) really yeah i'm like why can't you watch that so raven that's like such a pg show yeah i wasn't allowed to watch shows like spongebob either oh that's so sad sad. (laughs) well i'm glad you're watching whatever you want to watch now hopefully yeah but he or Rose has a lot more nostalgia for some of those shows than I do because I didn't get to start watching them until I was older. Mm-hmm. Poor thing. <laughs> like he didn't even get to watch Jimmy Neutron or the Fairly Odd. No, Parents. I could watch Jimmy Neutron. Oh, yeah. I couldn't watch Fairly Odd Parents. It wasn't really even that bad. I know it wasn't that bad. Now as <laughs> so, as an adult, could you not even watch the Jimmy Timmy Power Hours? I did watch those because Jimmy. Neutron was included in that. Okay. All right. At least you can watch those. I just didn't understand, like, who Timmy was. Oh. <laughs> I was just like, oh, okay. You're just like, who the hell is this guy and why is he so bulgy? Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <sighs> All right. Uh, next, I can't even read. Oh, first appearance Spider Man and Vulture. Um. Okay, I gotta find those. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, here they are. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm very unprepared. Um. So, I don't know how I feel. <laughs> I like the original Vulture, but I kind of like the what they did with him in Homecoming better. Yeah, I. I'm not a big fan of the nose. <laughs> I'm not either. Are, are you a fan of Vulture? As a villain, Spider-Man villain? Uh, I'm going to say no, because I've never been a big fan of Spider-Man. I'm like making the brace <sighs> face and you guys like kick me <laughs> off right now. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing against Spider-Man. I've just like never got into him as much as, I don't know, Batman or any of the other men. <laughs> 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 or Wonder Woman. She's great too. Wonder Woman is great. Yeah. I'm with so, you there, though. That nose. Yeah, that nose is, is a lot. <laughs> it's a lot to take. <laughs> Apparently, they decided to cross Pinocchio and the Vulture. Yeah, basically. And then after that, uh, we got first appearance Spider-Man, and I love that. That looks fantastic. Yeah, I like the, the blue highlights on the where the blues supposed to be or usually is yeah it looks great this better not be exclusive oh i'd be so pissed (laughs) because i have to have this 
I don't know if I can justify getting another Spider-Man. Caleb, I will buy it for your birthday. Okay. <laughs> well, that fixes that issue. <laughs> <laughs> Just get another shelf. And then you have uh, a ton of space to grow them. The thing is, like, he can't do that because he's already being downsized in a couple months, so... Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. But, it, but it's for a good cause. Okay. All right. Arguable. Damn. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So right now I have mm-hmm. like half of the room up mm-hmm. and I have like some shelves behind where you can't see. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So in February, it's actually it's going to be before that. I'm getting booted to that corner. Mm. So my wife can turn this into a nursery. <laughs> Okay, fair. Yep. That that probably yeah. takes over. <laughs> yeah. So I need to figure out where I'm putting everything in that corner. <laughs> Just stack things on top of each other. Uh, you have a tower of Spider-Man. <laughs> Just have, like, shelves running throughout your house <laughs> with your pops on it. No, Brielle won't mind, right? Don't say that too loud. Oh. <laughs> she might hear you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. After that, uh, we have uh, some Waterboy pops coming out. And this is actually one of like Adam Sandler's movies I've never seen. Any- have either of you seen the Waterboy? Oh, I I don't Adam Sandler from forever ago, right? Yes. Yeah, I loved that movie. I remember seeing that. I don't remember it that well. Um, there's a lot of lines I'm thinking of and like imitations I can do that I don't want to put on the internet for forever. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> uh, yeah. The foosball is the devil is all I can really say. And water sucks. It really, really sucks. <laughs> uh, all right. So the two that are coming out for this series, uh, we got one common and one exclusive. Uh, the common will be him wearing an awesome orange vest. I think that's a vest, right? Yeah. It's like his mm-hmm. water station thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's when he and is the he water had- boy. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. He's got a, cu- a stack of cups, and then he's holding a cup. <laughs> I, I, I don't it. know how to explain these. I'm so- I'm sorry. You're doing uh, a great job. Stop one... apologizing. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Kayla's been trying to get me to do that his whole life. Aw. Or at least for he's the a good past friend. ten years. <laughs> yeah, trying to be, but you're not so- letting me. Sometimes. I'm just kidding. Whoa. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Shots fired. Uh, and then the exclusive, which will be coming to Target, is him dressed as a football player, holding his helmet and a bucket of water. At least I hope that's water. Just a bucket. Yeah, sure, just a, just, just a bucket. All right, and then after that, uh, we got a uh, Quiet Place pop coming out, which will be, spoiler alert, The I've never seen A Quiet Place yet. So it's the monster from A Quiet Place, I guess. That's a huge spoiler. 
Because shouldn't you not know? I haven't seen A Quiet Place either, but I feel like the whole point of that movie from the trailers I watched was like, you don't know what it is. Am I wrong? Well, Caleb, we just spoiled it. I'm sorry. No. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. No, like... uh, no, it's not like Bird Box. Oh my god. Did Still you guys review Bird Box? No, we did not. I never watched it. Oh my god. Make it like, I don't know if you guys... Yeah, we, we never got... Yeah. You should do like a terrible movie review series. And that can be like one of the leading ones. They're <laughs> <laughs> just like movies that you had really high expectations of that just bombed. I mean, we already started that with Fifty Shades of Grey, so <laughs> might as well. I need to go it. listen to that one. <laughs> it's it's pretty funny. We, that that was a fun one to make. We enjoyed that one. Oh my gosh! Uh, all right. Uh, after that, uh, we have uh, the ice suit, uh, Batman. Um, Pretty sure that's George Clooney's Batman. Yeah, that, yeah, that's literally what it is. Does he have bat nipples, dude? What is your <laughs> obsession with bat nipples? Well, they they got to make it screen accurate. <laughs> Am I wrong? <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Uh, I mean, cool pop, but it's missing the nipples. <laughs> yeah, is it though? I don't think you could do that on a pop. That's like. Isn't it supposed to be kind of like a kid's toy? Like they're wholesome and cute? No? I mean, you kind of be surprised the kind of stuff that Funko does. Really? Okay, I gotta fall yeah, I into could, that well, wormhole, they do, they do like horror pops, and like the oh. one that they just barely came out with is Chucky cutting off the head of a jack-in-the-box. Oh my god. Okay, well, yeah, I retract so. my previous statement. <laughs> no, that's not even the most messed up one. That's the true. Krampus one. Oh yeah, that's true. There's, there's a Krampus Kr- pops. Yeah, there's one of him uh, carrying Google- a uh, child in a sack. I'm googling this right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah, it it is. Oh my god, what the hell? <laughs> right. <laughs> I need to figure out who I can get this for for Christmas. Like, I need to go down my family list, and they're going to look in their stocking on Christmas morning and be like, what the hell just happened? (laughs) Merry Christmas. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, my God. Honestly, if if and when I do have children, um, there's no such thing as coal. They're getting a Krampus bell. They're bad. (laughs) They're getting a Krampus bell. (laughs) You're evil. I know I am. <laughs> but I'm totally on board with that. My child is going to know who Krampus is. Uh, all right. Um, I don't know if you wrote this one down, um, but uh, there is a Diamond Edition Olaf coming to Barnes & Noble. I did not have that oh. Uh It's literally just the same common Frozen 2 Olaf pop, but he's glitterized. Is that a word? Glitterized? Absolutely. It, yes. <laughs> I do speak English. <laughs> Every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. After that, uh, we got some uh, Ice Cube Pops coming out. 
So, like, does this mean that they're going to make a whole line of NWA? Probably. Uh, first up, we got... It looks like Ice Cube cracking his knuckles. Doesn't it? Yeah. Definitely. Um, And then the next one is him just in a awesome car. Wearing his classic flannel and a bandana. So, this looks like a scene out of one of the Friday movies. Hmm. I haven't seen the Friday movies. They're pretty funny. Yeah? They, yeah, they're they're pretty enjoyable. Especially the first one. So. Okay. Alright, we better begin an MC Ren pop. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, uh, last but not least, uh, we got some more. It's Chapter 2 pops. I swear Pennywise is turning into Batman. Mm-hmm. For how many versions they come out of this character yeah no kidding all right where the where the hell is it shit i lost it (laughs) nice uh okay well i know one is what is it oh here it is okay so we got uh have they ever said like pennywise's actual name no okay well, so the first one we got is him, like, in the old days with the Pennywise makeup, but he's, like, dressed up as what he used to be, I guess. I don't know mm. what he is. Well, he's a space alien. Okay, a space alien, but, you know, like, he's dressed in, like, actual regular clothes. He's not dressed in a clown outfit. But he does have the Pennywise makeup on. Uh, and then the other one, I'm just going to call this Stephen King. It's Stephen King. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, the other one, uh, we have is Pennywise, but full on suit, but he's doing that's the, te- the, that's the one of him from the picture. Yeah. I love the teeth thing. It's awesome. Freaking weird, <laughs> but it's awesome. And then we got Funhouse Pennywise, which is pretty cool. It's going to be a cool, like a uh, place. Uh, I don't know the word. What's it called? What are these called? I don't know what they're called. Okay, well, anyway, the pop is of him, like, when he uh, uh, smacks himself against the glass and is, like, shining his teeth at the kid before he eats him. (laughs) Not shining his teeth, like, showcasing his, like, big, beautiful teeth before he takes a bite out of the kid's head. Dude, does he even, like, eat the kid? It just seems like the kid explodes. That's that's a good point. That's a very good point. (laughs) You know what I would love is uh you know like when uh he's uh when he like has the firefly in that one scene and he's like counting down like three, two I don't know why it'd be so funny if they released a, a pop of him like actually like when he's like drooling over the kid. That'd be cool. <laughs> That'd be so gross but so funny if they actually released a Pennywise <laughs> drooling pop. <laughs> Oh, that'd be so disturbing. Speaking of Pennywise, let's lead into our uh, Blu-rays of the week. Uh, it Chapter 2 is coming out. <laughs> I feel that was a good... Segway? Yeah. That was a damn good segue. Yeah. We don't have very many of those. <laughs> no, we don't, but that was a great one. Uh, so, yeah, so... <laughs> so, It Chapter 2 will be coming to 4K, Blu-ray, and DVD. It's already out on digital, um, but it will be coming out this week. Excuse me, I'm so sorry about that. I'm just dying over here. 
Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, so Best Buy will be getting a, an exclusive Steelbook, which I, of course, have to have because I have the first one on Steelbook. So there's that. <laughs> uh, have you seen uh, It Chapter 2, Whitney? No, I have not because um, I'm scared. <laughs> have you seen the first one? I've seen the original one, not like oh, so- the more recent remake. Um, no, I need to get on my horror movie shtick again. It's it's really good. It, that's I, what everybody I tells me. I gotta. I definitely recommend it. Okay, I gotta just hole up in my house and forget I have a job and a life and watch all the movies <laughs> I've been ignoring lately. <laughs> I would love to be able to do that. I'm just saying. Right, dude. That's the that's the ultimate goal. <laughs> yeah. Who needs work? Just tell that to my landlord. Who needs work? <laughs> it's like yeah i was totally gonna pay rent but but... (laughs) it chapter two came out i'm trying to catch up on all the movies i bought on black friday you understand right (laughs) uh all right uh also coming out this week we got uh once upon a time in hollywood quentin tarantino's ninth quentin tarantino i can talk it is his ninth film uh, and this will be getting a Best Buy exclusive steelbook as well as a Target exclusive that comes with a movie magazine. Sounds really dumb, but <laughs> that's just me. Um, and then I think there's like this big like box box set that comes with I think like lithographs and stuff like that, um, and that's like seventy bucks. Jeez, yeah. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, did you go see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Whitney? That came out in the summer, didn't it? Or over? I when I think so. I, th- I think it came out in August. Yeah, I remember it coming out. And then by the time I got... So in the summer, I live in a ranch in like super rural Wyoming for my 9 to 5 job, working at a kid's summer camp. And I don't get a lot of time okay. off. I'm working like six, seven days in a row. Um, and by the time I got back to my little rural town, Ooh. it was gone, which happened with like six or seven movies this year, which is just sad. Mm. So the winter is my time to Bummer. see movies. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we missed it too. So I'm tempted okay, to I, I feel less guilty now. <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't miss it. We just didn't go see it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing, like, I think I was planning on seeing it, like, one Wednesday night, but then something came up, so I'm like, damn it. But, uh, and then also, yeah, we got three movies coming out this week, holy crap. Uh, we got Hustlers, starring Jennifer Lopez and a bunch of other girls, I don't know their names, I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm horrible (laughs) with names. I've heard this is a really good movie, though. I haven't heard a lot about it, so. Really? It actually did very well at the box office really yeah yeah it, it did pretty pretty well okay i might have to check that one out then. yeah i mean i'd red box it for red box it <laughs> yeah i'm not blind buying it maybe when it's like 10 bucks but not for 20 fair enough uh all right uh after that we got uh let's move on to through the wall i don't know why i keep saying after that it doesn't we don't have anything in through the wall oh yeah we don't i'm sorry (laughs) i'm killing it it, rose can't you see it's blank (laughs) i'm sorry i'm killing it this week uh all right with this week's sneak peeks uh first up we got our second trailer for mulan 
still not sold on this movie. I don't. What's irritating me is that I thought this was going to be like a more realistic approach to Mulan. That's what I thought too. But they are introducing the concept of witches and they are not including Mushu in any of these trailers. Well, he's not even in the movie, right? <laughs> he might not be. I don't think he is. If he if he was, I'd be so mad if they did not bring Eddie Murphy back to voice him. Eh. Right. Yeah, that that would be a problem. That was like with Aladdin, I loved, but there was no Robin Williams to voice the genie and like Will Smith was a great genie, but Robin Williams is the genie. So I don't know. Yeah, also, there's no that, musicals that is in the it. Issue. So is it is it a Disney movie if there's no like song? Like it's not a musical, right? <laughs> okay, the part when he's like, "I'll make a man or I'll make a man out of all of you." I'm like, "That really?" <laughs> right. That's the, I see that's what you're the, doing there. That's the line where then the song kicks in. Like that's what's supposed yeah. to happen there. Yeah. Just like oh. you're just teasing us, aren't you, Disney? You guys are assholes. <laughs> That's exactly what's happening. Yeah. They're just like, ah. psych. <laughs> it's like that. Oh, what is it? That State Farm commercial where the dude's like with the fishing pole and the dollar. He's like, I got you a dollar. You almost He's had like, it. Oh, you almost had it. <laughs> got to be quicker than that. Uh, all right. Do you guys have anything else you want to add to the Mulan trailer? I don't know. It looked good to me, but I don't remember there being a witch, which is what really threw me. Because there wasn't a witch in the original one, right? Nope. Or there was. No, okay. there wasn't. Okay, it kills me when they do that. You guys are going to kill like, me, with... but I've never seen the original. Are you shitting me? What? Why do you have Disney Plus and not have seen Mulan? I got a lot of... Okay, I gotta watch Aladdin first, and then <sighs> I will... Why? Because I've never seen Aladdin <laughs> you still haven't se- Wait, you have... You haven't seen the original Aladdin nope. either? Nope. What? I know. I, what? I, were you not allowed to? Did it just like no. not your interest when you were a kid? Like, what's the story? Uh, my grandma didn't have the VHS of it, so. Oh, okay. Fair. That's how I Fair. watched most of my Disney movies was <laughs> at my grandma's. Yeah, that's that's my story, too, so I can't be that mad. But I, I'm pretty sure I saw Aladdin in the theater, though. I was, like, really young, but I did. Oh, that's awesome. You have no excuse anymore, because you have Disney Plus. I know I don't. I don't have to spend like thirty dollars on each of these movies. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Rose, hey, at least I finally watched Lady and the Tramp. Yeah, before Mulan and Aladdin. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Oh, I would have watched. I'm sorry, I would have watched Lady and the Tramp before Mulan anyway. You were required to watch Aladdin and Mulan before next week. Yes, sir. <laughs> I, I capped it. Yeah, that's good homework. That uh, You have Disney Plus, right? Yeah. That's what... Okay, so yeah, absolutely no excuses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, they're not even long movies. They're like kids' movies from the like, 90s. Yeah, so I like could an not, hour and a half. Yeah, I could not believe how short The Lady and the Tramp was. It was only like an hour mm-hmm. and ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Like damn. Uh, all right. Next trailer we got is for Togo, which my stupid autocorrect did for Toto when I asked Caleb <laughs> if he'd seen this trailer yet. 
<laughs> yeah, I was looking at Toto, and it just kept sending me to the Africa song. I was just like, what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> uh, uh, but no, so this movie stars Willem Dafoe, and it is about sled dogs. That's literally what it's about. It looks super good, though. It does. It does look really good. Yeah, I, I'm all about it. Do you guys remember Balto, the cartoon? Yes. I, I don't think I don't. I don't think it was Disney, but it was like very similar ilk. And I loved it. And I had no I like Googled it after I watched the Togo trailer and I was like, holy crap, Togo's way cooler than Balto, and like Balto's gotten all the glory all these years. So I'm pretty psyched. <laughs> did you <laughs> Okay. History. Balto just did the last like third of the race to get the medicine to gnome or whatever but togo did the whole thing like that dog and his sled team and the guy that william defoe plays so like togo and william defoe are way more badass than balto was huh I mean, that's nerd. fine that's how a majority of my group projects went <laughs> yeah <laughs> i did the heavy lifting and someone else took all the credit <laughs> me i'm just kidding <laughs> I don't think we ever worked on projects in high school together, did we? Not any that we were supposed to. True. <laughs> I don't know why, but when I watched this, Snow Dogs came to mind. Does anyone Dude, remember that movie? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it Cuba Getting Junior in that? Yes, it was. Yeah. Classic. So <laughs> Okay, I don't know about classic, but still. Yeah. It's, no, it's still classic. enjoyable. <laughs> entertaining. Yes. Yeah, it, it is very much entertaining. I thought um, Iron Will. Do you guys know that Disney movie? I don't. It's from like the early 90s. It was live action. It had, I don't even know who in it. Like they weren't super famous actors because it was like a Disney live action movie from the early 90s. Um, but yeah, it was about, it was based on a book. That's basically like Balto, but not. It's about this kid that like wants to be a dog sled racer and gets this like ragtag group of dogs together and goes and enters the Iditarod. That's pretty good. At least like my 10 year old self really liked it. I probably haven't watched it in 20 years. Sounds interesting. (laughs) Yeah. I don't. That one's not even like ringing a bell with me. Dude, is it just me, or are there a lot of, like, Snow Dog movies coming out? Yeah, there is. So there's, like, this one, and then there's the animated one that Jeremy Renner's doing. That already came out. Did it? Yeah, like Arctic Dogs or something like yeah. that. I feel like Sled Dogs is, like, a thing. <laughs> They're having a moment. <laughs> yeah, they, they are. Yeah, they definitely are. Uh, all right, and then last but not least, uh, we finally got our first official trailer for Black Widow, which oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> this looks pretty good. If there's um, not at least one mention of Clint, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> Dude, everyone's throwing a big old bitch fit because they think that everyone's fat shaming Red Guardian. <laughs> It's, oh my goodness. <laughs> it's a funny joke, people. Come on. <laughs> yeah, and he kind of does it himself. He's like, ah, it still fits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, that's I just how like I am. seeing Hopper be a superhero. Oh, yeah. That was my favorite part about that. It was pretty great. I love it. Uh, the only thing that I'm not a huge fan of, and there, like, actually, there's a couple things. There was a, oh, shit, what's his name? William Hurt? Is that his name? The one that plays the General Ross? Yeah. William Hurt? Yeah. Yeah. So there was this shot of him in there, and it looks weird. Like, it it looks like they were trying to de-age him. Wait, was that him? Yeah. That, that guy that The says... standing in the middle of the military people? Oh. Yeah, that was him. <laughs> okay, Marvel, you gotta work on that. <laughs> My theory is that's not really him standing there. It's a scroll. No, I'm not saying it's a <laughs> scroll. I'm, th- I'm saying it's like someone completely different. All right. I and then they just kind of like try to f- edit someone over him. Hmm. And then the other thing I'm not a big fan of is Taskmaster's helmet. And it's a lot of people have been complaining about it, saying that it looks like he's about ready to go f- enter a paintball tournament. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and his mask is supposed to look like a skull, and it doesn't. So that's another thing about that that bugs me. Can you imagine, though, having paintball arrows? Like, having a paintball... Oh my gosh, that'd be so dumb. That'd be a paintball war with bow and arrows. Like, that actually sounds fun. I'm pretty sure they do that. I mean, it's not paintballs, but they have, like, archery tag. Yeah. Yeah. I've always wanted to do that. That sounds like so much fun. <laughs> like, being honest here. Yeah. So, what did you think of the trailer? Um, I thought it was... I liked it. Like, I've seen some of the Marvel movies over the years, because there's so freaking many of them. Um, I always like Scarlett Johansson. I'm a big Jeremy Renner fan. Like, I'll go see it. I'm pumped. Nice. Did you? Although there's there's one scene where she's in some like white uniform, which I assume she has to be in to like be undercover for something. But she just looked like a stormtrooper to me, and I was not a fan of that. She did. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, what's she... going on? Yeah. So that's supposed to be like her snow suit, I oh, guess. Okay. Well, she just, just kind of blend in because her black her black suit would look a little too conspicuous in the snow. I mean, I'll give them that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other than that, great trailer. It wasn't mm-hmm. compared to other Marvel trailers. It was kind of like mild. It was like the tone. Yeah. But it worked. Yeah. All right. So one through three or putting which one you want to see most at to least also oh, best to least yeah or for best you. to worst best to worst yeah uh number one black widow uh number two togo and then number three mulan fair what about you um i'm gonna go togo black widow mulan because dogs nice it's dogs. <laughs> yeah, I like dogs. <laughs> oh, 
don't know. With ones that grab my attention, I think Togo's on top for me. Like, I love the Black Widow trailer. Don't give me that look. You are shaming the Marvel <laughs> fandom right now. <laughs> no, like, Togo was a lot more just action-packed and exciting than I feel Black Widow was. But Black Widow's like a close second. And then it's Mulan. Don't give me that look. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving you that look. I'm going look. off of which trailer did the did the best job at getting me to want to see it. I, to me, Black Widow did that for me. But that's okay, just me. that's your opinion. You don't have to shame me. <laughs> I'm going to shame you. <laughs> ScarJo would be disappointed. She would. All right, uh, next up, we got what's in, what? No, just oh i'm sorry uh all right what do you say we move on to our oh shit trying to blind me rose what the hell i'm sorry let's move on to our main event of the evening (laughs) sorry about that (laughs) okay let's do it time for the main event Alright, so with this main event of the evening, we'll be doing our All Bros Breakdown, uh, joined by our special guest, Whitney, uh, and we will be uh, breaking down A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, the new Mr. Rogers movie starring Tom Hanks. Hell yeah. Alright, so for those of you who are new to our breakdown system, we split the movie into eight different categories. We have it split into story, the writing, the acting, which we're just going to grade Tom Hanks and Matthew Rise, because uh, I think the, they were the ones that had Matthew the Reese. most. Matthew Rees? Sorry, yeah. yep. Yeah, so we're going to grade those two because... They had the most significant roles. Everyone else was just wasn't on screen as much as them. Um, we also have uh, character development, the effects, the music, uh, costumes, and then we just give it a overall grade. And we just we we had a hard time figuring out the genre of this. And we just said it's like a kind of a biographical drama. <laughs> if that's That a sounds thing. about right. Yeah. <laughs> if it's not trademark yes. it right now. <laughs> yes, let's do it. Yes. <laughs> Alright, so first off with story, Rose is gonna read us a synopsis of the movie and then we could just cut in whenever. Whenever you have something you want to talk about. Cool. All right. In 1998, Lloyd Vogel, an award-winning Esquire journalist, attends his sister Lorraine's wedding, along with his wife, Andrea, and their newborn son, Gavin. During their reception, Lloyd starts a fistfight with his father, Jerry, who taunts Lloyd about his family. The next day, Lloyd's editor assigns him to interview Fred Rogers for a 400-word article about heroes. Lloyd travels to the WQED studio in Pittsburgh to interview Rogers. During the interview, Rogers is dismissive of his fame and displays concern for Lloyd's nose injury, learning about his grudge against his father. 
Meanwhile, Lloyd... De- wow, I'm screwing this up. I'm sorry. <laughs> Meanwhile, Lloyd rebuffs Jerry's apology and attempt at reconciliation. Recon... Recon... Oh, my gosh. Reconcile... Ah! Recon... Yeah, no, I had it right. Reconciliation. Wow. Would How you believe I- English is his first language? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Reading it and saying it are two very different things. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, right. Determined to expose Roger's nice persona as an act, Lloyd watches several episodes of Roger's show, but is unable to discern anything. Lloyd interviews Rogers again when he visits New York. During the interview, Rogers dodges Lloyd's questions and re- Reminisces, wait, oh my god. Reminisces. Reminisces, thank you. (laughs) About raising his two sons, provoking Lloyd into ending the interview. Lloyd arrives home to find Jerry and his girlfriend, Dorothy, brought dinner for the family. Lloyd berates Jerry for cheating on his mother, Lila, while she was dying of cancer. He orders him to leave, but Jerry suffers a heart attack and and is transported to the hospital. Lloyd refuses to remain overnight at the hospital with the rest of the family. He returns to Pittsburgh to see Rogers. Lloyd, exhausted and collapsed... Mm. Wow, okay, I'm so sorry. Lloyd, exhausted, collapses on the set of The Neighborhood of Make-Believe. Lloyd dreams about his repressed childhood trauma. In his dream, he stumbles into an episode of Rogers' show about hospitals, finding himself wearing rabbit ears and shrunken to the size of Daniel Striped Tiger and King Friday the 13th, while Rogers and Andrea tower over him. He visits his dying mother, who urges him to release his anger. Rogers and his wife, Joanne, bring Lloyd to their home to recuperate. Lloyd and Rogers later go to a restaurant where Rogers asks Lloyd to spend one minute thinking about the people who loved him into being, and encourages him to forgive Jerry. Lloyd apologizes to Andrea for leaving her and Gavin at the hospital, and visits Jerry and Dorothy at their home. He learns that Jerry is dying of a prolonged illness, the reason why Jerry attempted to reconnect with Lloyd. Lloyd forgives Jerry, promises to be a better father to Gavin, and writes an article about Rogers' impact on his life. Lorraine, her husband, Todd, and Rogers visit Jerry. Rogers asks Jerry to pray for him before he departs. Jerry dies shortly after Rogers visits, and Lloyd's 10,000-word article titled Can You Say Hero is published as Esquire's cover story. Awesome. Wow, I butchered that very badly, and I apologize. (laughs) No, you're good. That's like the most detailed plot I think I've heard in a long time. Like that was like almost line for line of the movie, I feel like. The beauty of Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, I need to spend more slowly... time on there. Yeah. So, oh. I really dug how they treated this whole movie like an episode of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. I, I did too. It like... Because I totally forgot the trailer, like, honestly. So, when it first opens up, and then, you know, like, he's showing the, like, picture thing that he has, and he opens it to Lloyd, and he's just like, let's meet my new, my, my friend Lloyd. I'm like, what the hell? the hell is this? <laughs> like, where are we going here? But, 
as the story went along, went along, along, <laughs> I I loved it more and more. Yeah. Yeah, I felt the same way. I was not expecting it to be like taken in that way, I guess. Like I don't know. I felt like it was more creative to do it that way. And I was really honestly just expecting like a straight up almost biography. You know, like I didn't know how it was going to start, but and then I loved all the transitions where you were in the little train table kind of set of the different cities that it was taking place in. Yeah, that was awesome. That was. Like, I don't remember, like, I haven't seen an episode of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood since I was a kid. I haven't either. It's been a mm-hmm. while. But I, like, it kind of, like, just floods you with, like, nostalgia. It <laughs> Like, in the first three seconds. I had the biggest <laughs> smile on my face hearing Tom Hanks say, hello, neighbor. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Right? Oh, yeah, that made me so happy. And just like the way he's, you know, obviously he's an amazing actor, but he he really paid attention to all of Roger's mannerisms and like the little shoe toss and how he put his sweater on and just all of his little transitions. I yeah, it was like transported back to watching Mr. Rogers. It, it was it's pretty great. And um, I don't know if you guys uh, knew this, um, but uh fred rogers like actual real life wife actually gave tom hanks some of his ties actual ties to wear for this movie. really dude yeah oh my god i love that so cool did you oh do you guys know they're related yeah they're like tom hanks uh, like six they're like six cousins cousins or or something like that (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, that's so awesome i forget yeah i forget who was interviewing him but it was somebody like the nightly news or something and they did like a history genealogy research real quick and yeah they're fred rogers is like his second or third uncle removed or something crazy yeah so wholesomeness runs in the family right (laughs) (laughs) oh that's freaking great and i love that that little tidbit about the the ties that's awesome i feel that would just get me more into character if someone did that if i was playing someone right (laughs) Oh, I I felt during this that if I was put in the same position as Lloyd, I would have been very skeptical of Mr. Rogers, too. Mm-hmm. And just, like, trying to be like, okay, like, what's this dude really about? Yeah. <laughs> but I just love that he's, like, doing all this research and just isn't finding anything that he could write bad about him <laughs> mm-hmm. i loved the part I, yeah i oh, love oh um i love the part where he like is telling his wife joanna that he's interviewing mr rogers and she just says please don't ruin my childhood i just thought that was so perfect because <laughs> it's like every time you hear about somebody you know they've got some crazy messed up past and yeah i i was kind of holding my breath waiting for like the but he did this terrible thing and yeah i think it was really Unless there's going to be some expose that's coming pretty quickly after this that says, like, he was a terrible person, which I highly doubt. Like, I can't imagine a nicer or better person to have to profile. Agreed. Yeah, same. There, I like how he wasn't, like, even with, the like, the talks, he wasn't really trying to hide anything about his past. Like, when he was, that second 
part of the interview that they had in his apartment and where he was talking about like the hard times that he had with his with his own children it, like it just basically all these other people are telling him like oh we had our hard times with with him and blah 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 and he's even up like open about that and talking like oh yeah i've had these hard times with my children and sometimes i don't i didn't know what to do to handle them like, and didn't he say like his oldest just like barely came out and said that that was his father? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And there's a comedian I listened to that talks, or he met one of his heroes, uh, Bruce Springsteen, and he was talking, or he said that he was talking to Springsteen about his kid. And he says that he had a moment, like, of realization. Like, it's not... Everyone else views... And, like, in this instance, everyone views him as Mr. Rogers. And then to his son, that's just his dad. And I think Mm -hmm. we have a different perspective of our parents than other people. And it's kind of like the whole... Like, with, uh, like, Kristen Bell, like... All the kids think she's the shit because she's voices Anna and Frozen, but her kids could care less. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's like the same like with uh, Chris Pratt's kid. His favorite superhero is Captain America. <laughs> That's got to be like the biggest <laughs> blow to the heart ever. <laughs> yeah. But like I was just thinking about that the whole time. I'm just like, That's like how true would that be? Like it's not oh, my dad's Mr. Rogers. It's just, oh, my dad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what I loved about it is just from Mr. Rogers' perspective, the way he treated everybody was the same, which is like so rare. You know, you're not coming at it with like, okay, this is my best friend or this is some stranger who's bumping into me on the subway. So like, I'm already kind of irritated. It's just like, everybody's a valued human, which is so special. Um, But as a kid... It's hard to get that kind of perspective, especially when it's your parent. Yeah. Yeah, and I like how they kind of talked about all the, like, the harder subjects that he talks over. Like, I don't remember him ever, mm-hmm. like, t- I, I don't think I've ever seen the episodes where he talks about, like, war or death. I haven't either. I had no idea he even touched upon that. Yeah. But... I really yeah, I re- I remembered some of those, like when they mentioned the death one. Like I vividly remember watching that episode as a little kid and being like, "Oh, okay, so like everybody's uncomfortable with death. Like that makes me feel better, you know." Because as a kid, it's such a tough concept to wrap your head around. Um, yeah, and I there's, it's so. I think that's what makes him super special too. Is like there's rarely a person who's willing to just say, "This makes everything or everyone uncomfortable." You know, like you don't put your ego aside enough to just say like, yeah, I'm scared of this or this makes me nervous or whatever. Like it's, it's a cool thing. Yeah. I like how he just tried to keep the show real. Like they showed it really well in this, that he just tried to keep the show real. Like when they were trying to get him to set up the tent and he's just, they're like, okay, we can get someone to set this up. And he's like, no, that's fine. And then told Lloyd, he's like, kids need to know that adults need help, too. Or they Mm -hmm. they struggle with things, too. And they need to see that. And I'm like, yeah, Yeah. we do. (laughs) 
loved that part. Absolutely. Uh, um, one of the other things in this that really stuck out to me was that 60 minutes of silence. Oh, yeah, in the Chinese mm-hmm. restaurant. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, is it just me, or did it... Was Tom Hanks looking directly? He at was the looking ca- at the camera. He was okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just wanted to make sure because I was just like, "Is Tom Hanks looking into my soul right now?" No, Mister Rogers was oh, looking sorry. into your soul. Okay, I'm sorry, Mister. I'm sorry, Mister Rogers was looking into my soul at that point. Ugh. Oh, that was just great. It really was. It absolutely was. And it, but it was like it was amazing. And honestly, the pauses and the silence in it were like equally unnerving, but so like special because you know they don't tip. You don't do that in movies today. Like it's so fast paced, and to have this like kind of slow roll the whole time was really different. Dude, I had a, I had a hard time trying to not choke up. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like a really 100%. hard time. <laughs> and that's not and caleb is not a crier so hearing him say that like dude because like if you participate in that and you actually like i like stopped thinking about it because i was like i'm like okay like i'll i'll start thinking about and i started and i'm like i can't do it (laughs) oh Oh, i was like full-on tears in the movie theater i just owned it because it's mr rogers i feel like everybody was crying Oh, yeah. This whole movie was just great. Like, like I said, it felt like an episode of his show. Yeah, it did. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, it had like better acting in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> Some of the skits were a little cheesy. <laughs> just a little bit. It's for kids. Kids love cheese. Yeah, and that's why I can like let that go. But with this, it just. It's great. It was. Like, everything mm-hmm. about it was great. So. One. Oh, sorry. One, like, burning question, and it's the stupidest question ever that I took out of that movie, is do you guys know the kids show now, Daniel Tiger? Have you heard of that? No, it's, I haven't. The only reason I know of it is because I have, like, twin niece and nephews that are two and so this is it's like crack to them you put it on and they're like angels um but it's called daniel tiger and then i'm watching mr rogers and his puppet is named daniel and it's a tiger and i was just like is daniel tiger the cartoon mr rogers daniel tiger like i need to google it i still haven't Ooh, that's a good question yeah (laughs) That's a really good question. Yeah. <laughs> huh. You guys have a second show off of this one now. Go yeah, we do, do all that research. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Um, I felt like the story had like a really good combination of being like set in some sort of like reality, and then just kind of some of like the dream sequences, like especially when. Lloyd like passed out. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, uh, like some of those sequences were were really good. 
Mm Because let's face it, he was where everybody wanted to be as a kid. We all wanted to be on that set. Yeah, we did. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Totally. (laughs) But just... Just like the stuff that he went through with that. The Mm -hmm. sitting there and Mr. Rogers being like, just say you're sad, say you're angry. And he would say, he's just like, I'm sad. And just kind of like, just accepting his own feelings. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I feel like as an adult, that's something I, I personally have an issue doing sometimes. I do as well. Absolutely. That that was the part in the movie when I was like, oh my God, Mr. Rogers is a life coach. Like, <laughs> I, know, I know that's the, in, that's the industry I'm in, so I'm like always tuned into that. But that's, that's like, it's so freaking important. And when you're a kid... You learn to say, like, I'm sad, I'm mad, I'm, you know, my um, boyfriend's nephew was just over earlier tonight, and he was like, I was in the red zone at school today, which means, like, he was really angry. The teacher has, like, zones for the kids. And um, and it's like, we, how did we forget how to own our feelings, and that it's okay to feel, like, really frustrated, or really happy, or sad for no good, no good reason, quote unquote. Like, it, it, yeah, it just made me really happy, because I feel like so many people run through life like avoiding how they're really feeling and when you start accepting it is when you can move through it and then like life gets better that's yeah. my little plug for life coaching <laughs> yeah. i think this movie also helped a lot of people realize that the mr rogers wasn't just a kid show <laughs> yeah I, mm-hmm. I completely agree because i really like the part where Lynn or Lloyd was putting his bait or Gavin in the crib in front of Mr. Rogers show, but he was just as enthralled with that show as his kid was. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> so. I really liked a lot of the interactions that, um, that Mr. Rogers had with like the staff on the show too, because I could feel like, being in his staff's or the show's staff's like foot uh what do you want to call it shoes um and just being frustrated like oh my god he's having another like three hour conversation with a kid that's sick and their parents and yes it's sweet but like we have a show to make um but then to just see that mr rogers so fully was like present in being the lessons that he was trying to teach that he's willing to like frustrate the producer and the other people working on the show. But then at the same time, they really appreciate it because it's so honest and true to who he is. Like, I think I would have loved and been equally frustrated with working on that show. Cause I'm such like a, like, okay, let's get stuff done person <laughs> that like moving that slow would drive me crazy, but it would also be such a good reminder. Yeah. I liked how all of the, like you said, all the staff, they were, they seemed really, like grounded mm-hmm. and i f- mm-hmm. feel like that would just be the byproduct of working with someone like him oh absolutely like you could just kind of learn to chill yeah <laughs> so, no kidding totally. uh, well and like how supportive would that work environment be you know like so many people go into work and you're scared of being like yelled at by your boss or not delivering on like a project and you're just like always in that stress reaction but if you go into work and you know you're working for Mr. Rogers like you're just going to receive kindness and love and like probably cookies every other day like <laughs> that would be amazing <laughs> that would be great that would yeah 
<laughs> Can you say dream job? Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know if we have like a a uh, Mr. Rogers equivalent nowadays. I don't think we do. No, I don't think I also we... don't watch a lot of kids shows nowadays, so I could be just yeah. off the mark. Yeah, well, the my cousins, they used to watch a lot of those like kitty shows and the hosts of them like yo gabba gabba they're just very just hyper it yeah. feels like like they don't they're not like they're not calm <laughs> no mm. i also feel like things have just changed so much that a show like mr rogers couldn't be made today like people are so our attention spans are so much shorter people want like big entertainment for every second that like they're not willing to just sit and receive a lesson that's like told in a really imperfect yet sincere way you know like i i don't even know if mr rogers could necessarily be as successful today if he had like just started making his like public access show today like would he receive the same level of fame i don't know probably not on like a network but i could see him kind of working out on youtube (laughs) Mm, that's true yeah what about Netflix? That's very true. Ooh. Or Netflix. That'd be a good one, too. I could see, like, Netflix or, like, Disney Plus picking yeah, him up. I, I could definitely see Disney Plus. I feel that. If he was perfect. coming out today, of course. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But, ugh. One thing about this movie that blew my mind, I... Th- was one of those people that believed the whole Mr. Rogers being a sharpshooter thing. <laughs> okay. So Was they, he not? No, he was. Like, they said that in the show. He's just like, so I hear you were a sharpshooter. And he's just like, no, that wasn't true. Oh, f- and I, I, I like, to- totally missed that line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that. I leaned over to my wife and I was just like, What? <laughs> Didn't they also touch upon like the whole like tattoo thing as well? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's this. Oh, I missed that too. Yeah, there's this whole thing that he, the reason he wore long shirts or long sleeve shirts and long sweaters was because his arms were all tatted up because he was a sharpshooter back in the day. But wow. yeah, like they they didn't even like touch upon that. It was just he was swimming. <laughs> And just didn't have any tattoos. Um, well, and also, he always wore white shirts. You could clearly have seen tattoos through that. Yeah, but they have undershirts and stuff for that. Okay, but he usually always just wore, like, a uh, a short-sleeve undershirt. No, he didn't. I thought he Oh, was... a short-sleeve undershirt? Yeah. Yeah. So I feel that his arm's still exposed. <sighs> okay, in black and white? Okay, good point. <laughs> I thought, no, I thought Mr. Rogers was always in color. No, not when it first started out. Oh, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Oh. See, I never, I didn't see a lot of the original Mr. Rogers. I only saw, like, mostly when, like, all of it was original. Okay. (laughs) Like, when he was a little bit younger. I only, I mostly saw the episodes when he, like, came back when he was, you know, where this movie picks up. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize he was, like, on air and then went off air for a few years, like, in the early 70s or whatever. Because yeah. I only remember the color, like, in color, kind of 70s, 80s feeling ones. Yeah. Um. Can we talk about clothes? Because, like, every outfit I saw, I thought they did the 90s really freaking well. 
Like Lloyd was just in baggy garbage jeans and like bad oversized like suit coats. Oh my and gosh, like, oh my that God, oversized yeah, suit coat. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Like he looked like a little kid like trying on his dad's suit coat. But it worked because <laughs> it was the 90s and that's how everybody looked. Yeah. yeah. So we'll actually get to that. Like that has its own little segment with costumes. Okay, sorry, <laughs> no, I jumped ahead. No, like <laughs> I'm excited to talk about that too. <laughs> um, so what are we thinking for like a grade? So this is out of a hundred for story. Mm. And I had like z- zero issues with this story. I, I do too. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I think it was all really well done. Yeah, I can't think of a problem with the story necessarily. There was that one scene with Mr. Rogers and Lloyd when he's getting interviewed for the second time, like in Mr. Rogers' living room. I did get frustrated with Mr. Rogers kind of like dancing around some of the harder questions Lloyd was asking him. But I do also think it was just how Mr. Rogers probably behaved. Like he didn't want attention on him because he was always kind of in that more self or yeah selfless like way of being like trying to help the other people around him but then that just makes me want to psychoanalyze him because what's really wrong with you yeah no. i don't know that was my only like <laughs> minor issue but that's just because i like overanalyzing stuff yeah, everything like all the beats like the flow of the story went really well mm-hmm. um yeah, everything with Lloyd, I mean, everything flowed. Everything went where I felt the director wanted it to go. Agreed. Nothing felt janky or out of place. I mean, I'm in the high 90s. I have to. 95? I can do 95. What about you? Yeah, I'm on board. What year in the 90s was it supposed to take place? Give it that. Was it like 97? Uh, 98. Yeah, 98. The, then I'd vote 98 just to be goofy and matchy. <laughs> I'm down for that. Yeah, I'll give it, I'll give it a 98. Let's do 98. <laughs> Why not? All right, next up we got writing. So just kind of how... The script work script worked. Mm. Um, I think I I didn't have very many issues with the writing overall. There, I think there were just some things that were. I don't know. I don't even know how to like to describe what I'm I'm thinking with that one. This not really not necessary. Just felt like some filler Mm. like what parts do you think felt like filler there's a lot of the stuff what was his name bill with the producer oh yeah Mm. there's Mm -hmm. a lot of stuff with him that just felt like he was i don't know just the back and forth was just felt a little odd to me Mm mm-hmm Okay. I feel like they made the point with Bill fairly early on with like how protective he was over Mr. Rogers and then they like didn't need to keep doing it. Like I kind of felt like that was Bill's role. 
That's a good point. If that makes sense. Yeah. Kind of like just beating a, a dead horse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So that for that, just because like they it did keep coming up, even out like after the initial like setting that up, and then just the times that it did come up over and over. I'm like the lower nineties for that one. Just because the rest of it was pretty on point with mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, but yeah, I can agree with you there. So what are you thinking? Yeah, I'd agree. Because I I really think a lot of the writing was done really well. Like realistic and I don't know, carried the characters well. Like, especially with Joanna and, like, Jerry and that whole, like, family dynamic. I thought they played that out really well. Yeah, they did, definitely. (laughs) So, what are you guys thinking? I'd be with you in, like, low 90s territory. I'm at, like, a 91. I could do 91. Mm -hmm. How about you? Yeah. Yeah? 91. All right, 91 it is. Sweet. All right, next up we got acting, and we're going to grade Tom Hanks, who played Fred Rogers, and then Matthew Reese, who played Lloyd Vogel. (laughs) (laughs) So let's start off with Matthew Reese. I really liked him. I'd, I'd give high marks. I, do you guys know, like, other stuff that he's done? Like, have you watched The Americans or anything? I have not. So I think this was his first performance I've ever seen. Oh, my God. Well, I recommend The Americans to you guys because it's a really freaking good show. Okay. Um, and he's he's British, too. So I think he does an English, uh, American accent really well. He, if he is, damn, yeah. He killed it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I really liked him. Like, I I felt like... He was really just honest and genuine and, like, played the fluctuating emotions he had really well, obviously. Like, he's a professional, but... He did, like, honestly, yeah. the part where uh, he f- comes home and he sees his dad and his dad's girlfriend at um, his house, like, w- when mm-hmm. he's, like, explaining, like, you know, like, you how he left his mother and all this stuff, like, I don't, it almost brought tears to my eyes. Because you mm-hmm. can tell, like, how much anger he had towards his father. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He did play angry really well. Like, mm-hmm. all the emotions that, like, he had to play with some, like, really strong emotions. Yeah, he did. Sadness, anger, like, just mm-hmm. rage at some time, some points. Yeah. And he mm-hmm. p- played them really well. He did very, very well. Uh, and I think his like softness when it came to interacting with Gavin and like that scene at the end where he's like making promises to Gavin about like how he, he doesn't know how he's going to do it, but he's going to try to be better. It was just like really beautiful to see because you could tell that that was underlying his frustration in the whole movie, you know, but he was finally like accepting it and, and kind of connecting with it. Yeah. Yeah. His like the strong, I think he did better with the like the more intense emotions and even like the softer one. I mean, even though that is kind of like, I feel as like an intense or mm-hmm. emotion. Yeah, it was an intense reaction. Yeah. It's just, mm-hmm. I think the yeah. issues I had were with his 
emotions that were kind of in the middle. <laughs> like where he was just kind of mm. like happy and getting along with everyone. I think that was where I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. this feels weird. Yeah. <laughs> that that did feel a little weird. <laughs> um other than that, like it, that doesn't dock him very much for me. Mm-hmm. Um I'm not quite ninety five though. I'm like sitting at like ninety four with him. I can agree with you on that. Yeah? Yeah. What about you? Yeah. Yeah, 94 sounds good. Like, I definitely agree that there were some times when he was, like, okay, where it was kind of like, is something about to happen? Like, I feel like this isn't (laughs) where you are normally. Yeah. All right, so 94 for Matthew Reese and Tom Hanks. I'd give him 100. (laughs) This is me. Oh, yeah, it's... (laughs) It's Tom Hanks. <laughs> like <laughs> he he just did it so well. Like so so well. I loved him as much as when he played Walt Disney. I swear that man could do no wrong. <gasps> I just watched that movie for the first time this weekend, Saving Mr. Oh, Banks. What did you think? I loved it. Oh, it's so freaking it, good. And then it made me want to go back and watch Mary Poppins, of course. But like him and um Oh, I forget the British actress that played uh, Emma, the woman that wrote Mary Poppins. Emma Thompson? Yeah. She's so good. Yeah, she, she played P.L. Travers amazingly. She was fantastic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's such an interesting story. I know now we're really in tangent land, but yeah, great movie. <laughs> Still find it funny that the ending is kind of not true, or at least with the premiere of Mary Poppins. Oh, it wasn't well, true? C- that didn't well, go down? Um. So, we're, so it does happen that like Walt Disney does not invite Peel Travers to uh, okay. the uh, the opening of it, but I don't think she ever actually did show up, like she does in the movie. Oh, she just kind of was like, "Well, that's just BS," and basically wrote <laughs> off. Yeah, you yeah. can never touch Mary Poppins again. Oh yeah, wow! They did not. They were not. They did not end on good terms. They they oh, were wow. enemies. They hated each other. Wow. That's interesting. Well, and that makes sense, too. Like, I don't ever see, like, a British or Australian person, like, inviting themselves when they haven't been invited. They have manners, unlike Americans. (laughs) Okay. I did not receive an official invite. I am not coming. I'm just going to curse you from over here. (laughs) Uh, I I can agree with you. I can can do 100 (laughs) Real easy for Tom Hanks. Yes. <laughs> he was so good. So we all in agreement with, with 100? I'd say so. Mm-hmm. All right. So that averages out to 97 and a half Not for the shabby. overall grading or acting. Wow. All right. Next up, we got character development. And I feel like we should do lloyd for this one yeah that's really only this is mm-hmm. like his story mr rogers just stayed mr mm-hmm. rogers yeah he, yeah he just stayed yeah. perfect <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yep <laughs> uh, uh so like his arc was really good it was i i yeah. loved watching him basically finally learn how to accept what his not accept but forgive what his father did to him 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like this movie is, it could be in a film class about like, this is what a character arc is because it's so like perfectly aligned. Like he starts talking to his editor saying like, I'm going to find something wrong with Mr. Rogers. And his editor basically saying like, nope, it's like a puff piece. It's 400 words. Just like go interview him. Everyone loves him. And then like his whole journey with Mr. Rogers as well as with his dad. That was really great. Yeah. I feel like he should have gotten yelled at more because wasn't there like a deadline? (laughs) Oh, for sure. That was one of my thoughts at the very end. I was like, is this deadline not past times 10 right now? Because this is supposed to be like 400 words. Yeah, like that was that was something I was thinking. I'm just like, doesn't like has he written the piece yet? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, is, is, he, is he like fired? Is, like, what's going on? <laughs> Seriously, can I work for this magazine? Because it seems like I got all the time in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get hired on. They're like, this is your assignment, and then you just when you retire, you turn it in. <laughs> yeah, just finish it whenever. <laughs> it's like, well, you said I could finish it whenever. Yeah. But, yeah, so it followed him from being someone that was just, I don't know how his stuff was after this, but it seems like before there was just a lot of anger in him and he was just trying to expose mm-hmm. it from other people or just trying to incite mm-hmm. that out of other people that he was writing about. Mm-hmm. Well, and doesn't he say that kind of early on? And I, I don't know if it's his first interview with Mr. Rogers, but he basically is like every person is guilty until proven innocent. Like every person's done something bad or isn't great. And that's kind of his mission in life to expose. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's definitely something that he talked about. And then Mr. Rogers kind of like called him out on it, just being like, like mm-hmm. what's the deal? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like how just like up front he seemed about everything just it it's so cool it's like he's totally is willing to just share like a mirror for people like okay this is what you're showing the world right now is it really true like why are you doing this yeah and even when he was doing that like i think at least with me if i notice that someone's doing something like that i'll kind of i'll call them out and i'll i'll be kind of aggressive about it like kind of like mm. throwing it back at them he mm-hmm. never really did that he was he it never felt like he was judging you or like throwing it back in your face being like what the hell yeah it was just more like hey what's going on yeah and i think that's what makes like that's kind of why i wrote the article i did because how rare is it to have someone just simply state something back to you but not have it be loaded like, okay, I expect this of you, or you're kind of acting like a jackass right now. It's just like, hmm, interesting, you have anger. And that was it. Like, you can't you can't react negatively back to that, because there's, like, no emotion coming at you. It's just a statement of fact. You know? <laughs> it's, it's fascinating. It like, yeah, it's absolutely fascinating. I can also totally get on Lloyd's team, because that would be really frustrating. <laughs> oh, my God. If I were Lloyd, I honestly would have walked away and just been like, I, I can't do this. Like having that much anger and then meeting somebody who's that chill and like that 
just like accepting of whatever you're going to bring to him. Like that's infuriating yeah. when you're that charged. This man's too perfect. I'm sorry. I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> well, seriously. And like, as we're talking about this, I keep thinking like, okay, what's going to happen in another six months when like something comes out that Mr. Rogers is like terrible, but like nothing has ever come out. And so he's, is he really this good? Like I want someone to write a biography about him or something, you know? Yeah, like, like do a deep dive. Didn't they do like somewhat of a biography movie on him called "Won't You Be My Neighbor"? That came out like last year. Oh, really? Yeah. I think they did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, I need to look that yeah, up. I've heard it's that really was, good. That was coming out when this movie was announced, right? Yes. Oh, yeah, twenty eighteen. It says it came out. Ooh, yeah. that has a ninety eight on Rotten Tomatoes, so it's actually beating oh, this movie. <laughs> Jeez, I've I've been wanting. <laughs> Sorry, no, guys. I've been wanting to pick that movie up on Blu-ray, but it's still like twenty dollars. Yeah, it's Mr. It's on Prime Video. Rogers. Oh, for but mm, bummer. Why are all videos free now? Like, okay, aside from the fact that the movie industry is an industry and like you have to make money, but like, it's like twenty dollars for a Blu-ray or like eight dollars to rent it on Amazon Video. Like, come on. <laughs> Yeah, welcome to our world. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and this is just like a one-off movie. Like the last time I rented a movie, I think was like a year ago. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, like we were saying. So he fo- you follow him from being someone that's like angry, trying to ins- just incite that rage in other people about this with the stuff that he mm-hmm. writes about them. Meeting Mister Rogers, and then it just like. You can see him like trying to fight back all these emotions that he's having and all these things that Mr. Rogers is making him think about. Because, mm-hmm. like, you can tell when he's like, Oh, what's up with your father? Like, with the second interview, especially. And he's talking about like making him think about his old rabbit and mm-hmm. think about his mom. And I, I loved how, like, you could tell when he was getting angry because, like, you would hear that, like, humming sound in the back or just like the what is it called like the like white noise i would get i guess is Mm -hmm. what you'd call it i i think i would classify it as that yeah so just like all that stuff that he doesn't want to address that's Mm -hmm. just the top being like just what's being toxic to him and just everyone around him is just kind of getting all this stuff that he's all is a venom. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, and then at the end, it seems like he's in like a, a much healthier place, much healthier space. Absolutely. And then there's also like these things that he doesn't want to deal with. Like they're not, tr- they're trying to not deal with. The fact that his dad, or Jer- what's his name, Jerry? Yep, Jerry. Yeah, that Jerry mm-hmm. was dying, but Mr. Rogers was just like, yeah, it makes people uncomfortable. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. everyone just kind of accepts it. Mm-hmm. Well, and it just shows you, too, how much, like, people, you build up a thing, and then the second you, like, talk about it, or even just, like, say that it's there it loses so much power like i thought that that was a really cool 
aspect of this whole thing. Like Jerry had, or not Jerry, Lloyd had all this frustration at Jerry. And then once they're over at Jerry's house and his girlfriend, what was her name? Dorothy? I think so. I yes. Think. Yeah. Um, is talking about like, yeah, I didn't even know you guys existed until like a year ago. So like you're kind of seeing Jerry's journey too. And like, all you have to do is speak it out and then it starts to lose its power and it becomes more manageable. And yeah, I just thought that was a cool part of the arc too. Yeah. So what are you guys thinking? What are you thinking, Whitney? Um, I have a hard time rating things really high because I feel like there's always a way you could deconstruct it to be like, this could have been better. Um, but I don't know. I would say like low nineties, high eighties. So I'd give it. Yeah, I I can see that. I'm sitting around there too. Okay, Rose, I'm at like, yeah, I'm at like the same place you guys are at. If I had to like narrow it down to a score, I'm at like an 89. An 89? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I I can I can do that. Whitney. Mhm. Yeah. 89 right, sounds good. All right, next up we got effects, which there weren't any, like, special effects. But I think what we can mm-hmm. consider the effects are just how they made this seem like the show. Oh, they did it so flawlessly. Mm-hmm. It looks so great. They totally did. The... Yeah, I loved the setup of the little towns. Like and the planes and just like all of that. Yeah. So like I love like the traveling, like the transitions, like whenever you knew that he was flying to New York or f- flying mm-hmm. to Philadelphia, they did the plane thing. I wish that they would have mm-hmm. done like kept that consistent though, because there were times where Lloyd was in in a taxi, and they just like showed the taxi, and I think they did that with the bus too. Mm-hmm. They just showed yeah. him in the bus. And they didn't mm-hmm. cut to like the the little playset bus or a playset taxi, yeah. which I feel like they should have just to keep mm-hmm. just to keep the consistency. Yeah, I completely agree. Because they did that at the very beginning when they were like going over the bridge in New York City. They did like the shot on the little set with the cars and like horns honking and stuff. And so I got really excited, thinking like, "Holy crap! Like every little transition is going to be in the neighborhood." Yeah, and then they didn't really, like, follow through all the way through. So, I think, so, uh, that's more of, like, a consistency issue than anything, but I think that can count as an effect. Mm. It it does. I think so. So, just because of the consistency issue, I'm in, like, the mid-80s with that, like, 85. I can -hmm. can agree with that. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, 85. All right, next up we got music, and this one's out of 10, so. Did anyone else want to start singing along? <laughs> just, just. <laughs> Oh, totally. In that subway scene when all the kids are singing, I was like singing along in my seat yeah. quietly. Like, exactly. How oh, it's such a classic song. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure I heard some people humming. But like, I have to. Aw. But, like, outside of that song, like, I honestly, I can't remember any of the music that, like, or score that was in the movie. Yeah. There, a lot of it was just, like, the kind of music that he had 
in the show. It was very like just piano, yeah, music, mm-hmm. not nothing very like in your face. Like you're not going to get no freaking like Soldier Boy. <laughs> <laughs> that would be very just odd. Just a lot if we of did. like instrumental music. If anyone ever thought of doing that to Mister Rogers, I want to punch mm-hmm. him in the face right now. <laughs> So, I felt like the music fit very well. Like, what I did notice, it was just, like, the very, like, piano, like, instrumental music with, like, playing the piano on, like, the higher keys. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I didn't have any issues, but it wasn't, like, outstanding music either. It's kind of, like, kind of monotone, but it worked well for the movie. It did. Mm-hmm. So, like, what eight. are you thinking? I'm at like an eight. Eight? Yeah. I was gonna say like seven. Yeah, I'm sitting uh-huh. at a seven. Like, I love the the one song, <laughs> but like that was it. You yeah. Know? Yeah, I'm sitting around a seven too. All right, I can do a seven. Seven? Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I'm not gonna argue. Well, you were out. You were outnumbered anyway, Rose. <laughs> okay, that's true. <laughs> Hey, I could have argued. I could have. I'm pretty sure I could have. Yeah. We could have compromised. Seven and all right. Half. Next up, which is one that I think we're all excited to talk about costumes. <laughs> and this one's out of 10, yes. too. <laughs> Sweater vests were so perfect. <laughs> oh, they, they nailed. Obviously, he was literally wearing some of Mr. Rogers' neckties. So, like, obviously, they nailed his outfits. Um, but yeah, I thought they did the '90s really they well. They really did, like I said, with um, uh, oh my gosh, what's his name again? Lloyd. Lloyd. That one suit coat that I think it was brown. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. it looks yep. so bad. <laughs> what I really totally. appreciated totally. about the the costumes, and I feel like other movies set in the past do this a little too hard they didn't throw the 90s in your face no they didn't Mm-mm. it just was the 90s like in that wedding scene like all the women were in like spaghetti strap dresses because that's what everyone wore in the 90s you know and it was just like here's a baggy suit in like a tank top because that's what everybody wore but it wasn't like a like the 70s where they put everybody in like an oversized like collar trying to like exaggerate yeah. the disco. And I feel like very feel. easily could have done this. Put them on like a like a what are they those called? The wind blockers. The, those windbreakers. The windbreaker. Oh. Like, yeah, like the windbreaker. Oh, yeah, windbreaker. Uh, track yeah. suits. Classic. <laughs> Classic. Like they could have easily done that, yeah. but I'm I appreciate that they didn't. <laughs> Yeah, they could have worked in like a fanny pack and stuff there too, and they just they had. <laughs> Haven't those been trying to make a comeback recently? <laughs> okay. They yeah, I I don't think it's trying. Crap. I think it's actually happened. Like the amount that I've seen in the last year <laughs> is pretty crazy. scary. But they're just so convenient. <laughs> it is. It, it is. <laughs> totally. I'll, I'll give you that. It is. Uh. So yeah, I I love the costumes in this. I did, I I liked how it wasn't just over the top mm-hmm. '90s shit, but it was like it still felt mm-hmm. like the '90s. Yeah. Like I feel like totally. they could. Yeah, I'd say a ten. 
Like, sorry to jump the gun, but like the costumes they were, were really so good. good. Yeah, I can easily do a ten. I can too. All right, and then last, just an overall grade. How we felt this movie just was in general. <clears throat> Who wants to start? Yes, this one's this out, out of hundred or ten. Okay, okay. Um, I'm gonna say ninety-eight because it it was just so beautifully done, and I I don't know, it's so simple, which I think is part of why it's so great. I agree. Uh, yeah, I was I was in the the high high nineties. I can easily do a, a ninety-eight. I think everything about this was just. Just wholesome, just good. Like, this is a movie that I mm-hmm. didn't think I was going to be able to, like, show, like, my my kid. But, I mean, obviously, once mm-hmm. she gets to the point where she can understand shit, <laughs> <laughs> I think she can. Yeah, give yeah. her, like, a couple weeks. <laughs> definitely the key here. <laughs> yeah, like, once she's able to, like, understand, like, speaking. I think this is something I would feel comfortable mm-hmm. turning this on and just like leaving her in front of it because it's it's basically just a Mister Rogers episode. It is. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I think I was I was surprised by it. Like I went in just expecting to like have some memories brought up and like Tom Hanks is great and like this will be a nice movie, but it was just so beautifully done. Like it just yeah. It blew me away. Yeah. They just the way that they put everything together made it feel like it made it feel like like, like an episode, but not at the same time. Yeah. It, they really nailed what mm-hmm. Mr. Rogers always tried to get across in every episode. Yeah. Like he covers some the, they cover some mm-hmm. heavy stuff in oh, this. Yeah, they, they cover really death, do. they cover mm-hmm. anger, they cover I mean they don't get into like war or anything, but <laughs> I mean, it kind of was a war between... An inner war? Yeah, an inner war. There we go. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I can easily do a 98. I can, too. Absolutely. Easily. Mm-hmm. All right. 98 it is. Mm-hmm. All right. And that concludes this breakdown. And our final grade for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood is... A minus. <laughs> it's yeah, not it's bad at all. Nope. It's so it's sitting at a ninety-one and a half. That's not bad. Yeah. So it's a pretty right. solid A minus. Like, let me see where what my formula for an A minus is. <laughs> yeah. So an an A is a ninety-four, and an A minus the cutoff is ninety. So it's one and a half points into it. Okay. Yeah. So this is actually, like, this is in line with, I mean, from our past breakdowns, this is in line with The Joker. I I can agree with that. Mm. Uh, it's a point above Rocket Man. Okay. And it's a little bit, it's Below Avengers Endgame. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Maybe some like I don't know what bias. you're talking about. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> uh, it's in line with us. I, I do think it's better. Better. Oh, oh I haven't seen that yet. Oh, it's I so almost good. watched it, it the other night. It's really good. Oh, okay. That's my weekend right now is that and maybe we go it it's above how to train your dragon the hidden world oh okay um and it's below bohemian rhapsody and below the ballad of buster scruggs Mm -hmm. those are both so good (laughs) they're so good yeah so that's what did you guys give bohemian Uh, rhapsody bohemian rhapsody uh a sitting at 95 yeah yeah <laughs> and then Agreed. buster scruggs is a little bit <laughs> above that it's like 95.2 <laughs> totally because there was like one little vignette or whatever you want to call them that like just i was not a fan of and i can't remember what one it was now because it's been like a year since i watched that yeah so like we said sitting at eight minus with a 91 and a half percent not too shabby yeah so that concludes this breakdown. Uh, so Whitney, would you like to tell everyone where they can find you and what you do? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you can find me on Instagram at wit underscore being open. And that's with two P's because that's how you technically spell my crazy last name. Um, and then being open.com. So that's being and then open with two P's.com. Um, yeah. And I do life coaching focused on relationships and I'm around. I work with men and women um, just breaking patterns and living better lives. Well, cool. Well, Rose needs help uh, to stop apologizing yeah. so often. So, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I had that problem for a long eh? time and I have. So can you help it, Caleb so... not be yep. as big of an it asshole as he's being right now? That's impossible. <laughs> Yeah, that would never happen. Yeah, that would never happen. (laughs) Yeah, the desire has to be there, and it is not. (laughs) Exactly. Uh. All right. Well, cool. Yeah. So go check out her stuff. Uh, You sent us an, or or you like you said, I think you mentioned it. uh, You wrote an article about Mister Rogers. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I did. Yeah. It's um, it's called The Unlikely Spiritual Teachings of Mr. Rogers, and you can find it on elephantjournal.com, or I've got it linked it's in my really good. Instagram bio. It is so good. So. Yeah. Good job. Oh, it thanks, was fantastic. Guys. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. It just, it just happens. He's so special. And I was like, holy crap, this man's like a Zen <laughs> monk or something. He's, he's crazy. <laughs> and we'll link way. all of... All of your stuff in the description of this this episode, too, so people can know where to find you. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks, guys. If you like this episode and want to check out more stuff, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, or Spotify, or basically anywhere else you can think to find a podcast. Um, all of our content is also gets released on YouTube. New videos will be headed your way shortly. This month. This yes, month. Finally. <laughs> like we say every freaking week. <laughs> um, 
yeah, you can also find us on social media. We're on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the Albros. We are on Twitter and Instagram at the Albros. And our email is at the Albros channel at gmail.com. And we have a website, uh, tinyurl.com forward slash the Albros. We are also, well, I'm currently working on a store of sorts uh, that you can find. Like the progress of it is on teespring.com forward slash store forward slash the Albros, uh, where you can find all of the episode art that we use. Um, I make it into shirts and stuff <laughs> and socks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People love kitschy socks. That's genius. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, if you have a movie you want us to break down, a showdown idea, or want to give us a topic to do a Dreamcast on, uh, email us or message us on social media. We would love to hear from you guys. Next week, uh, we are going to be doing a breakdown of the movie industry. Uh, we, this actually, was it last week that this came up? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So last week we started questioning how uh people make money from movies yeah. and we're going to figure all that out yeah. talk about it yeah <laughs> wikipedia nice. here we come <laughs> right <laughs> at, least, at least this watch should be fun math that's true yeah. all right well we will catch you guys next week and once again thank you whitney for joining us yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. thanks for having me, guys. It was a blast. Yeah. All right, and until next yeah. week, this has been the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. And we'll catch you guys next week. Deuces. Adios. Changing it up. You're not going to do Herbert? I'm not really feeling it tonight. I'm sorry. You're lame. I know I am. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>